Hey everyone, so before this podcast begins, I just want to put a focus on the Black Lives Matter movement that is currently going on and has been going on for a while and I truly believe that we should be focusing on that now and for a long, long, long time. Innocent black people's lives are being taken by the police and they are not equal to us and we have to be, we have to understand that and we have to focus on that and we have to bring attention to that and have conversations about that. So this episode that I am releasing right now was recorded a month before everything went down and before the protest happened and everything. And I do want to continue to upload my regular content, but I don't want to shy away from speaking about the injustices that are being shown to us right now and that have been around for such a long time. So with that being said, in the show notes, I have attached different petitions that you can sign. I have attached different places you can donate. And if there's protests in your local city, please, please, please try and go out and attend them. It's really important and it's something that we should be focusing on, not only when it's trendy on social media, but until there is justice that is served because like they are saying, no justice, no peace. I do hope you enjoy this podcast episode that is going to be starting very, very soon in a few seconds, but please don't forget that Black Lives Do Matter and that we have to focus on that and we have to bring our own conversations to the table and keep talking about it and keep putting pressure and keep trying to make a change in this world because their lives matter and we need to focus on that. So thank you for listening to that and the episode will start now and don't forget to check the show notes. Thank you. Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back or welcome to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host Amanda and if you didn't know anything about me already, I am a 22 year old content creator. I go to school full-time at Concordia University and I'm studying communication and cultural studies. I also work part-time while doing my YouTube, Instagram, podcast i also own my own apparel company i'm working on a candle company and i also do freelance video editing so that is a bit about me now this podcast like it's called behind the girl boss i like to talk about different things whether it be business entertainment things as such and recently i've been loving interviewing different girl bosses finding out their stories learning more about them and not only focusing on the business side but really getting to know them their struggles what they went through how they got to where they are today and it's been such a fun fun ride so far and i'm so excited i have so many cool interviews lined up and i'm just excited where this podcast is heading so today's guest is someone super super awesome special and literally i always tell her but her energy is just like amazing today we have taylor king also known as tk so i've never actually met taylor in person hopefully that will happen soon but it's not happened yet we initially started following each other about a year ago when i included her coachella outfit in my video because i thought it was like literally bomb and then she saw it and she followed me and like yada 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 whatever <laughs> i've seen her grow like literally i think i followed her i don't even know like she had like 10 to 15,000 followers and now she's literally almost at 70,000. so it's so cool that's on instagram and then on youtube she has about 45,000 when i'm recording this and she's so close to 50,000. and it's just so cool to see how much like growth there's been like within the year she also works with alicia marie if you don't know who Alicia Maria is, she's also like an amazing YouTuber. But basically, yes, I don't know. This intro is really long. But TK is going to be on the pod today. We're going to talk all things about her move to Los Angeles, where she went to school, her YouTube life, her podcast life, her work life, all things as such. So if you're interested to hear a little bit more about TK and learn about her story more, please, please, please keep on listening. 
Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. So today we have yet another guest and we have Taylor King, also known as TK. So hi, Taylor. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. I love the concept. Thank you. Thank you for coming on here. It means a lot. Um, So do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Yes. So my name's Taylor. Everyone calls me TK. I kind of developed this nickname when I played sports growing up and it was just easier for coaches to say. Uh, I'm from Bloomington, Indiana. I moved to LA to go to FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. I studied digital media there and, you know, have always been quite the YouTube, internet, influencer fangirl. Like, I know everyone and anyone. I, I'm probably subscribed to them. I probably follow them. And after working so many internships kind of in the film and entertainment world, I kind of ended up landing this crazy job working for this influencer, Alicia Marie, who I just adore and is also now one of my very best friends and my current roommate and my boss. So yeah, I'm kind of like her filmer, editor, producer gal and have also simultaneously been trying to build my own brand, which is you know, the TK's Juicy podcast, my blogs I've started to really upload. And then of course, Instagram and all the other platforms, TikTok, Snapchat, et cetera. So that's kind of a little bit about me. That's so cool. It's also like so cool to, cause like, how old are you again? I'm 22. Yeah. So we're the same age, even though I look 12, but it's so cool <laughs> to like see <laughs> how far like you are and everything at like such a young age. Cause 22 is like fairly young to be like, successful well, thank so you it's you. funny because I I quickly realized that all of my friends are a lot older than me so I'm like the baby <laughs> of the group but I've been always kind of the baby in my friend group because I'm way younger for my grade than I should be like I should be in the grade below me but I love having older friends because I learned so much from them and I yeah. like get to learn from their mistakes and stuff so I've been very grateful to be around older wise people all the time (laughs) yes um so I like to do a hot seat segment before we like jump into the questions oh I love hot seat okay (laughs) um so where's your favorite basic LA spot like I love to go to earth cafe even though apparently it's like really basic but (laughs) uh earth is great I love Alfred I I love going to Alfred and getting the Instagram story of the drink I really like that (laughs) um I'm a huge acai bowl person so I love getting an acai bowl Instagram story I love those two and then I also am a sucker for a hike like I love Runyon Cam excuse me I love Runyon Canyon and Fryman and you know all the hiking Mm -hmm. places so I would say like those three are like my basic LA go-tos okay um do you prefer iced or hot coffee and why iced because I'm not like that crazy about coffee in general and I feel like ice just tastes the best and I can I finish the whole thing and I usually just drink coffee for the caffeine aspect not because Mm -hmm. like I love coffee so I think iced I can just like chug it down quicker yeah I feel like it's like a whole experience in itself it is (laughs) and the last one is if you had a movie about your life who would you want to play you and why I would want Reese Witherspoon to play me because she's my idol. Um, I love how she's very active behind the camera as she is in front of the camera. And I really admire that. And I literally want to be here when I grow up. So it'd be a dream (laughs) to have her play me. That's cool. 
Um, so I like to separate my podcast in like sections. So I'm going to start off with like your school life and like LA life and then move to your okay, YouTube, cool. your podcast, and then a little bit of everything. I love so it. When did you initially know you wanted to do something in the creative field? Oh gosh, ever since I was little, like I've always found way more success in anything remotely creative than I have like analytical. So for instance, you know, in my science class in seventh grade, I remember we had these my own science projects that everyone just dreaded. Everyone was like, oh my God, if you get this teacher, you're gonna have this my own science project and you have to make this project and this poster board. And it was the only thing that I was like, whoa, I'm good at this. I know I'll get an A because I went all out with the poster board. I was like, oh my gosh, I can design this. Like, I remember I did this whole poster on, I think it was hippos. And I like went all out and I had all this like decor and I like went out and got leaves from the woods and like added it and just made it cool. And it was like a collage is a fun and creative experience, which like, over comp like it 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 helps me on the grading scale because I was like wow this looks so cool versus like what if the actual facts are right or not um so I think just being creative has come way more naturally to me growing up than anything else has um so like what made you choose to go to fit in um well I visited a bunch of other schools I thought I was gonna play sport in college I thought I was gonna cheer and mm-hmm. so I visited all these you know big 10 and SEC like kind of big university like sorority schools like I thought I was going to be a sorority girl (laughs) um and I I truly would have like I I all of my friends are in sororities like I love the great culture like I'm just one of those basic girls Mm -hmm. and so I thought I was going to be live my best college life doing that and I visited and I knew I wanted to study fashion so I, I kept going to these big schools that had such good reputations, then I'd go to the fashion school and they would be like, oh, we can get you a job at like Chico's or, oh, we can get you a job at this really, you know, not high end, not like when you think of fashion, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be on a runway in New York. And that just was not the vibe these schools were giving me. So I always knew about Fitum and Parsons because I I just knew about it from growing up because Mm -hmm. being a creative, I was just like so fascinated by people that went there and people, I I knew someone from my hometown that had gone there. I knew obviously Lauren Conrad had gone there. You know, I knew that reputation. So I begged my parents to let me visit. And, you know, as soon as I walked on campus, it was like immediate. I knew I was going to go there. I was like, yep. Yeah. This is the one this over this, this is better than any like Greek experience I'll ever get. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that this is where I needed to be. I was like, I can fly back any weekend, enjoy my (laughs) Greek party life. So um, that's kind of why I decided on FITM. That's so cool because like, there's such a difference between like Canada and the States because like here our sororities, like they're not popular. Like it's not a, like, it's not like a thing that everyone wants to do. So like, it's just like so cool and weird to like hear people talk about like sororities all the time. Cause like most of the YouTubers I watch are from the States and like sororities are such a big thing there. So it's like, yeah, it's weird. so funny because my mom's from Canada. So she grew up in Ontario, Windsor, Ontario. Okay. yeah, I And well around the area and she didn't get like the Greek hype either, but my mm-hmm. dad went to school in Indiana and he was in a frat. So growing up, we kind of heard both sides. Like I heard from my yeah. mom, like, you don't have to go that route. And then I heard from my dad, like you should. So Mm -hmm. it was interesting 
it's funny because I ended up picking a school that doesn't even offer Greek life. And yeah. then my brother is like all up in the frat scene. <laughs> so we get the both best of both worlds because both kids go to different types of yeah. schools. But do, where in Canada are you from again? I'm from Montreal. So like from Ontario, it's like oh, so six cool. hours. Yeah. That's awesome. Was moving to LA difficult or was it like something you always knew you wanted to do in the future, even if it wasn't for school? It was something I always knew I wanted to do, but it was way more challenging than I ever anticipated. Mm -hmm. LA is a beast. Like people just give zero, like no one's going to do, no one's going to hold your hand for no reason. You know, Mm -hmm. people are going to use you. People are going to, people are ruthless. Like everyone's trying to make it. So it's every man for themselves. They're trying to do whatever they have to do to get to where they want to be. And being a small town Midwest girl, I was not mentally or physically prepared for that. I mean, as soon as I moved to LA, I like had never like looked at myself in an insecure or, you know, bad way. I never thought I was overweight or I never thought Mm -hmm. I was, you know, not very cute. Like I never had, I never struggled with feeling confident in my own skin until I moved to LA I was like oh my Mm -hmm. god I need to lose like 25 pounds I need to blah 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 and which fun fact you don't have to do any of that (laughs) to be successful you really don't but it's just this the vibe here and the stigma it's like you think you have to because everyone's Mm -hmm. just like hustling 24 7 so it's way harder to move here than people would think but once you find your people and your tribe then you will thrive. Yeah. I like what you said about that because like, I feel like social media in a way like tries to make you envision what it looks like to be successful. And although like there's people that are successful, like from different like cultures, different body shapes and everything, but like the ones that are always at the forefront a lot are like these skinny, like tone girls. So it's like, it's a struggle. Exactly. Well, what's so funny too, is like, you look at someone like I was watching a movie the other day and Queen Latifah was in it. And it's funny because when I think of Queen Latifah, I'm like, wow, what a forking legend. Like, (laughs) I'm like, everyone, you, you say that name and like, everyone knows who she is. Like, you never have to explain her name. Like, she's like McDonald's. Like, you don't have to explain it. Just people know what it is. Like Queen Latifah, like you just know what it is. No explanation, period. Like, you know, we're from something. And so I was Mm -hmm. looking at her and I was like, oh my God, like, how iconic I've never in I've never in my life ever thought of anything bad of her or been like oh she should you know lose five pounds or oh she needs to clear up her skin like I've never thought of that I've always looked at her as an icon and a legend and like someone I want to be when I grow up so I had a little cute moment when I was watching the movie I was like you know what like I want to be like her like I want to be confident in my own skin and like show that you don't have to be molded into a certain size and a certain look to be successful yeah I love that was your plan to always stay in LA after school or did you want to move back home or move somewhere else my plan was always to stay but I never really believed in myself that I could stay because I I mean from the day I moved to LA I've been homesick like I quickly realized how much I appreciate Indiana and just more so being near my family Mm -hmm. um I'm actually extremely homesick right now and like literally on Monday today is Thursday today's Thursday right yeah Yeah. (laughs) on Monday I had a breakdown I like had 
anxiety and I'm I'm not like a uptight or that anxious person like I literally was felt sick to my stomach because I just realized I'm so homesick and I just wish I could do anything to go see my family like be around them right now and so I never knew I never thought or I didn't never think I I just I didn't know if I would ever really make it and you know Mm -hmm. really find people that would take care of me like family enough for me to not move back but I don't know how long I'm going to last. Like I I love LA and it'll always hold a special place in my heart. And I can see myself growing up here, having kids here, you know, living here the rest of Mm -hmm. my life. Like I could see myself doing that, but I also can't see myself living my whole life without my family nearby, or at least with driving distance away. So we'll see, we'll see where it ends up. Yeah. I feel like that's like a tough part because like, even for myself, like Montreal is like, it's like a big city, but it's not like where I think I want to be for the rest of my life. But then I also think about leaving everyone I know. So I feel like it's such a struggle because like you want to be somewhere and you want to be somewhere else at the same time. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like, what's the most important thing to you? Is it like, you know, just being successful with work? Is it finding a family, finding a significant other and, you know, having kids and is that your goal? Like, what's your what's what do you value the most and Mm -hmm. I think for me right now obviously that's like career stuff I've decided like summer 2020 fork boys (laughs) fork any distractions like I'm getting fit as hell and I'm working my butt off to like you know in this whole like work work community like I'm just gonna try and pop off like that's my goal for summer 2020 I'm not gonna care about guys but you know when I'm like 30 like I probably will I would consider like dropping stuff to move for someone that I love because why the heck not (laughs) yes so before working with Alicia were you like on a job hunt were you looking for jobs oh my gosh yes I was running around this town like a chicken with my head cut off I was applying everywhere I was dming everyone I was messaging everyone on LinkedIn people I didn't know people I knew I was asking friends if they had you know connection for me I was interning everywhere I was trying to take any free job I could just to like make that Mm -hmm. right connection to get into the perfect studio and it was funny because while I was running around had my focus at all of these different places and things right or what fell directly into my lap and what was brewing this whole time and circulating and formulating and coming to fruition was this epic job that was created for me mm-hmm. by my boss Alicia Marie and I just I was like completely blindsided I didn't even I could have never even guessed that that would happen I was like so focused on trying to land this like big corporate job this well-known name this name that I didn't have to explain and I ended up landing like the perfect job for me so I guess if you're a senior in college and you're like stressed out like I was like trust me trust the process yes <laughs> What's been the best part about working with a content creator and what would you kind of say like your job title is? Okay, so I think on my contract, I'm the production coordinator, but my job title is like filmer, editor, producer. Like okay. those are the main things. I usually just say producer because that usually covers yeah. filming and editing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it just sounds the coolest <laughs> to me. But um, I would say that's my title. And what's the best, you said what was uh, the best thing about my job? Yeah, what's the best part about working with a content creator um the best part about working with a content creator is learning from them so oh my god and just so much I mean the opportunity is like endless the sky's the limit like I I, one thing I love about working with a content creator is that there's no 
there's no like no ways we mm-hmm. can there's no there's never a oh there's no way we're going to be able to do that like there's always a way yeah. and there's always like a possibility because I don't have to go through 80 million people to get on my team to like get through yeah. to like the big boss or the big CEO to approve all these little tiny details that really don't matter they're just trying to cover themselves legally mm-hmm. but I think I think that's one part that's awesome is that like kind of the sky's the limit and then also just learning from her and learning from her mistakes and learning through her from her struggles and learning from you know things she would have she like I all the time she's being like she tells me you know I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have if I were you I would do this and I I'm so grateful to have that type of mentor that's willing to help me and willing to share her mistakes and share her struggles with me so that, um, you know, it can help me along the way in the future. For sure. So you started posting more on your own YouTube channel. What's your goal with that? Is it like more for fun or is it more to like help build your brand? Um, I would say it's both. I'm not going to like lie and be like, I only do it for fun and I'm never (laughs) going to (laughs) monetize. Um, because that's like, let's be honest, like that's so wild to me and cool that like I can monetize from that because I feel like for years, all I've been doing is just creating videos and uploading them, but like no one will see them. Mm -hmm. So what was really weird for me is when I uploaded for the first time during quarantine, I had all these random views and I was like, it was almost even more overwhelming. It was like so weird because all I've ever wanted is like for more and more people to watch Mm -hmm. to get these views. Right. And then the the second I got them, I was I felt this weird pressure. I was like, oh my god, like I have to make it even better. I have to be even more excited. I have to be, you know, even more glam. I have to look prettier. Like it even stressed me out even more yeah. than before because I ha- I knew people were gonna watch. Yeah. So, um, but at the end of the day, like since my full time job is working for a YouTuber, when I get to do my own YouTube stuff, it is such a creative release yeah and it's so fun for me because I don't have to get it perfect because I'm my own boss yeah in this situation and um it's it's fun to to let my creative juices flow and try things because I'm not relying on this specific YouTube channel just to carry my whole like salary and my whole life savings for for the rest of like whatever so that part not having that also financial pressure is really really nice and I really enjoy and I'm trying to keep it as much as I can a fun creative thing Mm -hmm. and not not get take it too seriously and not be like I have to upload on this date and whatnot because I know it can get super overwhelming and unhealthy and I I want to keep it a fun and exciting thing yeah for sure like I've already told you this, but like, I love like the vibe and energy you give off in your videos. And like, you can tell that it's like real and authentic. So I love that. Okay. But I, I have a question for you because I've been getting quite a few comments like that, which is like literally Mm -hmm. the best thing in the world, because that's all I want when I watch a YouTuber is, is that vibe. And I'm wondering like how, one, how do you know? And two, why are people saying that? Like, what, what exactly are you like, how do you, yeah, I guess the real question is like, how do you know? Because I want to continue to emulate that. And I just, yeah, I'm just curious to see like in future videos, I want to continue to do that. So I'm just like, how do you know? I feel like one, you're very like honest, like you speak your truth. Um, so that's like a good thing. And also I feel like you're very, like you you're very like smiley and giggly but like it doesn't come off as like oh this is like a fake smile this is like fake like whatever I don't know how to explain okay it. but it's kind of like that like 
I don't know how to put into words but like I feel like when you watch certain people you can feel like if they're being real and like for you like that's what I feel (laughs) that makes sense so are you talking about no it kind of does but are you talking about like when I'm like having just a one-on-one talk with the camera are you like oh dang this is like a real moment like do you like that or are you just saying the overall vibe like you can just tell it's like natural I feel like the overall vibe you can tell it's natural okay very interesting (laughs) to me because I feel like I've met so many creators throughout the years and I remember for the first time because I generally am a very outgoing person and so I remember, what, you know, when I would watch someone for so long and I was like, oh my God, I literally feel like I would be best friends with this person. And then I would meet them in person and they'd be so quiet or so rude or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case would be, which, you know, teach their own, like everyone has a day and I get it. Like, I'm never going to be perfect in person either. But I remember being like, whoa, like, that's so weird that you're so happy in your videos and not in real life. And so I try to at least show a little like I need to get better at actually at showing when I'm not feeling my best Mm -hmm. because um it's hard to it's hard to show of course you want to show when you're happy you know what I mean but it's so relieving and it's it feels so good when someone finally shows when they're not doing their best because no one's doing their best all the time so I don't know it's relatable like I, I love it when people do that so I'm like constantly trying to tell myself to do the same even though it's so hard yeah it is hard but I feel like being vulnerable like it's a it's a good thing yeah I feel like you're really good at that too thanks I I try (laughs) (laughs) um what type of YouTube content do you enjoy creating the most are you talking about for myself or for Alicia both okay for Alicia oh gosh I just love when I'm like so excited about a video like Mm -hmm. I love when I can't stop thinking about it I love when we want to you know we're mid filming and we're like oh my God, wait, let's actually do this. This will be a cooler shot. Like I love when I'm all in about it because like you can see it through the camera. Like you, people can feel it. So I love that. For me, what do I love the most about? Is it the most about creating? That's the question. Uh, What type of YouTube content do you enjoy creating the most? I think I just love showing like the real raw moments of what actually happens. Like, especially during quarantine, like I love showing what what the dynamic is like in, in this house because like, what we do put on camera is like actually what we deal with every day. It's just, I wish that sometimes I forget to capture it. Mm -hmm. So I love when I get a moment to capture it. Like the other day I was being so stupid and running around, like trying to act like Tiger King, (laughs) Carol Baskin. And like, all I was doing was like running around doing like the savage dance to the Carol Carol Baskin, like TikTok sound. And like, I got to capture a little bit of that on camera and I was so glad that I did because I was like, you know, this is literally me every day and you just only get to see 10 seconds of it. And people probably think like, I'm only like that for the time that I'm on camera, but I love when I get to capture like moments with my roommates that like, I'll be able to remember and like smile and look back on. Yeah. Um, What do you film and edit with? Oh, great question. I am currently, I just use one of Alicia's old vlog cameras. I think it's the M5. It's M5 or M6. I think it's the M5. I'm using one of her vlog cameras. It's the white one, okay. the Canon white one. And then for our the main channel, for Alicia's channel, we use a bunch of different cameras. Sometimes we use the Canon 5D. Recently, we've been loving the Canon 90D. Um, I'm a sucker for a wide lens. I think it's sick. Yes. I love that it, you know, it makes you look super tiny <laughs> when you're in the middle and then it like blows out the whole yeah. room. So um, I love that look personally. 
And then to edit, I it's actually really interesting because I used to be a premiere girl at Fitum. We were like drilled to learn Premiere and Avid and all these other editing platforms. But for Alicia and myself now, we just use Final Cut Pro X. And then for my podcast, I use Adobe Audition, but I also have an editor help me with podcast editing. Do you have any tips for editing for like people that are kind of just starting out? Um, I would say my tips for editing are show your personality through your editing. So like if you think the face you were doing was really funny or goofy, like punch in on that or like, you know, enunciate that, Mm -hmm. you know, think about like when you text, like you can kind of get someone's personality through their texts. Like you should be able to do that through your editing. So like get creative, like it may take, you know, an extra hour to learn how to do, make your text wiggle Mm -hmm. a little it, but like that's going to be worth it in the end because yeah. everyone's going to be like oh my god the tk wiggle like you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean yeah. so i think just you know just like how you text when you text sometimes people you have that friend that sends you stuff in all caps and like yeah. 80 emojis and like you know it's like that friend mm-hmm. versus like the friend that uses periods and then like the clapping hands every yeah. time like it's just you've got to be able to show your personality through your editing um i also think a really good uh, what would it be? A really good exercise you can do to get better at editing is take a really boring, I had to do this at Fit a lot, take a really boring clip or, you know, um, video, take a really boring video or story and make it interesting through the editing. Like you have to make it interesting. Take the most boring video ever and make it the most lit thing ever through editing. That's a really good exercise to do. It's really cool. I'm probably going to do that. I like, I feel like I do basic editing and like, I want to get into it more. So that's a good tip. Yeah, definitely do it. You can even like at Fitum, we used to do like the most, like there's this one guy I remember we, it was like a documentary and he was talking about like books or something. And he was in Italy and I was like, this is the most boring thing ever. I can like, I, all I want to be doing is editing like beauty products mm-hmm. or like whatever, like that little last thing yeah. I want to be doing is the stupid book documentary. But, you know, I added my flavor. I added some cool B-roll. I added some cool text to some cool transitions. Like, you got to get creative with yeah. it. Who would you say your favorite YouTubers that you watch? Ooh, <laughs> I love this question. Okay, I love, uh, it's Joe, which is Joe Volpis. He's the filmer for the Vlog Squad I, and a lot of other people. But I just love him. He has this series called The Vlogfist. And I love it because I can relate to him mm-hmm. because, like, I'm, I, we have a very similar job. So I love him. I love Josh Peck just because I think he's awesome. Um, For lifestyle people, I love Claudia Saluski. I really wish I didn't know Remy and Alicia (laughs) because I feel like I would be so into their, both their channels, but like I know them and I know what's going on. So that's unfortunate. Um, Who else do I love? Like love, 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 love watching. Oh, I just discovered this girl today. Her name's Emma Top. She, I want to make sure I got her name right because I literally someone just recommended me to her today and that would be so embarrassing if I got it wrong yeah and I top we're literally DMing I feel like she's so cool yeah so anyway she is a YouTuber I think she goes to Virginia Tech I want to say and she has the coolest you should look at her Instagram she has the coolest like graphics and stuff that she does and I literally have yet to watch her videos but I'm so excited to binge her because I can just tell yeah. she's cool and like real. Yeah, even by just looking at her feet, it's like really cool. Like, do you see it? Is it? Doesn't she look so cool? Yes, like the vibe is there. 
Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think of people I also love. I love watching Lauren Elizabeth just because I love watching like what she buys. Mm -hmm. Like I love that. I like Maggie McDonald because she's pretty relaxing. Um, and I feel like she's kind of this bouge luxe, you know, personality Mm -hmm. that I feel like I can't relate with, but I also like, I want to relate with, you know what I mean? Like, I wish I was that. So like, I love watching Maggie's videos for that. It stinks when you have a lot of like YouTuber friends because it's not as interesting to watch mm-hmm. their videos. Yeah. Um, let me look at my subscriptions one more time just because I'm like such a YouTube nerd. <laughs> oh, obviously David. David's fantastic. Yes. It's funny that you said Josh Peck because like for my birthday, I randomly like DM'd him a Wait, Zoom I link. Yeah. And then like an Wait, hour. Explain. Yeah. So I was like DMing like all these celebrities on my birthday because I was like hey I'm having a quarantine birthday like it has to be fun so I was DMing like yeah. all these celebrities and like no one was showing up and then an hour and a half later I got like on the side I saw like Josh Peck's name and I was like what the hell and I was like trying to warn everyone in my like zoom that like he was coming on but no one was listening to me so I just like made him pop in and like everyone thought it was fake and he was like really nice and he's Stop. like he was really cool he's the he is I will say he is the nicest celebrity I've ever met in person. Like he was exactly how he is yeah. on camera in person. Like I was like, oh my God, you were the nicest person ever. Like he remembered my name. He asked, you know, how he could subscribe to my podcast. I was like, dude, you are next level. Like I want to be like you yeah. like one day. Um, okay. I'm going to run through my uh, subscriptions. Okay. I'm literally so excited to binge Emma Top. I used to be obsessed. Oh, you know who I has, I think has a great style I, and it's very different from my style, but I think is a great YouTuber is best dressed. Yes. Oh my God. Iconic. I mean, I used to be such a stan of Casey Neistat. He just doesn't really upload anymore, yeah. but I used to be obsessed. I have a lot. Let me look at my watch later too. Do you add stuff to your watch later a lot? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do all the time. Okay, let me look at who's in my watch later. Okay, oh, Adeline, I think, has been killing it. Adeline Morin? I don't know Adeline how to Morin. say it. Adeline yeah. Morin, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I know, I was just about to be like, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> her last name. Her, oh, Emma Rose, do you know who that is? I feel like I've heard her name, but I don't think I've watched anything. Her name is um Emma, like, Leisure, okay, Leisure yeah, I, I, on I've Instagram. That, yeah, 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 that girl. Um, I think she's, like... Lauren was just telling me how she thinks she's going to pop off really soon. I mean, obviously, Emma Chamberlain is just a great creator in general. I have Morgan Adams in my watch later. I think she's really sick, and I love her as a person. And then I have Hannah Malosh also in my watch later. So I think I just – I'm a dabbler. Yes. Like, I I go through phases. Like, you know when you fall in love with a creator Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, my God, I'm never missing an upload? Like, I love being in that routine mm-hmm. so um I think I like go in and out just depending on how much the creator uploads yeah for sure um so you also have a podcast called TK's Juicy Pod when did you start it and why I started it oh I want to say two years ago now or almost three maybe um I don't really know <laughs> but I started it because I was bored one winter break when I was home from school and I was home for like two and a half weeks in Indiana snowy outside there's not much to do all there is is like basketball goals and corn and so I was like you know my creative self was had watched all the YouTube videos I could and I was like okay I guess I'll just post these polls on Instagram you know I'm bored like I'll just get on Photoshop and make my own polls yeah I did like pizza versus lasagna or like 
cookies versus brownies. Like I just did like mm-hmm. basic things and I would do categories. So I would do like just food and I, that would be like the pull round of the night. And then the next one would be like just sports. So it'd be like golf versus tennis and you know, yeah. and then the next one would be um, TV shows or whatever. So I've got so much great feedback from those polls that I started to wonder like, oh, you know, if this hot guy that I have a crush on is voting in my polls, like I want to see what he thinks about the juicy questions I wish that I could ask him. So I started legitimately asking that dude these questions via my polls because I knew like all these guys were voting, these hot guys. And I was like, oh my God, this was so cool. So the girl, (laughs) the basic white girl that I am posted all these juicy questions. Like, you know, would you go on a first date with someone who um, wouldn't pay the bill or like, you know what I mean? Like all these random questions and they just respond, like the response was so good. And I was so interested. I'm such a curious person in general. And I usually don't have that much of a filter with asking (laughs) questions. Like I'm not, I'm not really afraid to ask. So I I just started asking all these things that I've always wondered or wanted to Mm -hmm. ask people. And that's kind of how they, the polls came to fruition. And, you know, I had always knew known that I wanted to start a podcast yeah so I was like oh my god I should correlate the polls with the podcast because that can kind of be my structure yeah my one consistent thing with my podcast is I know I want to be all over the place with guests I know with my personality I'm just all over the place so let's keep the one consistent thing the polls and you know it kept it it, kept, it keeps the podcast juicy it keeps the podcast going and it keeps my followers engaged yeah. so it was like a win-win-win for me yes um what type of guests do you look for on the pod? Ooh, I look for someone that's just a really interesting and fun person, typically. I, I mean, I of course, you want like a hard worker. Of course, you want someone with a lot of followers, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. But I'd much rather have someone who's going to have an awesome, engaging, exciting conversation with me than, you know, someone that just has like 2 million followers. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and at the end of the day, like, the reason, the, the main reason I wanted to have guests on my podcast is that so I could formulate these relationships to have more friends in yeah, the industry. For sure. And I wanted to have, you know, more people in my life and, you know, more people I could go to for advice and, you know, maybe people that'll be at my family barbecue one day. Yeah. Like you never know what can happen. And so that's why I wanted to have guests because I wanted more friends mm-hmm. in the industry. And, you know, someone that I think would be a great friend or someone that I would want to be my friend or I want to be like, that's the type of person I want on my podcast. Yeah, for sure. I think having guests is like so cool and everything. Like um, I've reached out to like a lot of people and I've, some people like literally just never answered. Um, So it's so cool for like bigger creators to like collaborate with smaller ones too. Cause I've gotten messages like telling me like, I'll only come on when you grow and everything like that. So it's like, you have, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got messages like that too. Yeah, so it's like, which is so stupid. Yeah, because like then it kind of makes me like not even want to associate myself with them in the end. Because like I, yeah. So okay, what's funny about that is like that was me five seconds ago. Like I was you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to get all these big creators to get on, and that's why I try to say at least yes to as many people as I can because mm-hmm. that's my duty as someone who has been there. And who was like, all, all I say to people is I'm like, just DM, like people will respond eventually, like just email, like I, how dare I say that and promote that and, yeah. you know, say that it worked for me if 
you know, I can't even do that myself yeah. once I gain a little bit of a following. So I think it's just so important if you, you know, everyone starts off small mm -hmm. and it's your duty as someone to someone who has a following to, you know, give, give your time of day to someone that wants to be you yeah. too one day. I think that's really important. And I, and I totally empathize with you because like, I'm not kidding five seconds ago, like I was the same way, even mm -hmm. still to this day, sometimes people are like, I, I get no response or nah, or, I mean, I remember specifically this one brand when I was really small, I tried to reach out to them and be like, Hey, would you love to, would you send me something for me to post like in return mm -hmm. or whatever? And I sent this, you know, really formulated and curated email to them and they responded and they were like, we only work with people that have 35,000 <laughs> or more followers, which like to some extent, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I get it. Like numbers matter but I never forgot that. Yeah. And I will never be working with that brand in the future because I'm like, I knew I was like, yeah. one day I'm going to grow and they're going to wish that they could pay me yes. to promote their stuff. So, um, yeah, never, never be afraid to ask because you never know what will happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, and who will say, yeah. Yeah. Would you ever want to take your podcast a step further and like do live shows? Cause I've seen like a lot of people like gearing towards that. Would you ever think of doing that oh my gosh I would love that I one of my dreams would be oh, I have a few ideas one dream of mine would be to make it kind of like um a first date thing mm -hmm. like coming to my live show and there's like polls on the screen it's like maybe all singles have to come to the show and you like pay whatever you come to the show you um and and your pay your whatever you pay like also gets you free drinks or dinner, like whatever the case is. And you, maybe you listen to the podcast for 15, 15 minutes, like it's the live podcast, but people are voting on their phones all night. Like yeah. Relationship questions. And then that like matches them with people in the room. Like something like that, I think would be one of my dreams. That'd be so um, cool. And just in general, I, I love meeting people in person. So I think it'd be so fun to travel around the country or even the world, you know, I, and I, I'm so obsessed with the college, like the sorority Greek world that I think it'd be so fun to, you know, tour colleges and do a live podcast, meet the girls that are dealing with the yeah. same shitty guys that we all <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that would be so fun to do. That would definitely be a dream of mine. That'd be really cool. Who would you say would be a dream guest to have on? Well, I just had Lauren Elizabeth and I've been trying to get that girl to come on the pod <laughs> forever. So that was pretty cool. That was a really cool moment for me. I told her I took a shot of tequila before <laughs> I recorded with her because I was a little nervous. Um, dream guests. One would be Josh Peck, just because I love the guy. I think he's so cool. I think his wife is so cool. I think his son is so yes. cool. I think, and and like I said, like meeting him in person, like he was just so nice and normal and human. Yeah. And he, he felt like my friend that I've known for years. So I think just looking up to that and you know, his personality, like that's the type of person I want to be. Yeah. And so that would be an honor to have him on. And then my ultimate, oh, oh my God, I have two people, two females, one Reese Witherspoon, because she's like literally who I want to be when I grow up. And then the realistic version of Reese Witherspoon, who I would love to have on my podcast, who I also want to be when I grow up is Tanya Rad. She hosts the Scrubbing In podcast with Becca Tilly. And I just think that she has an awesome personality. I just think that she's so real she's raw. She's authentic. I feel like I can relate to her. Um, she's not unrealistic at all. Yeah. And I just think that she's a really down to earth human being. I have never met her, but I just feel like she is. 
And who are your favorite or what are your favorite podcasts to listen to? Ooh, I'm really into, is it called We Bought a House by Claudia Slusky yes. and Phineas right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I just started that. I'm really into it. I love how juicy and real they are. That's, I think that's so cool. I think the morning toast kills it. Yes. Um, I, it's not like I listen to it every single day, but I think mm-hmm. they do a fantastic job. Um, who else do I love? I think Girls Gotta Eat kills it. Yes. I love the Skinny Confidential. I've n- I haven't been recently though. I haven't been as into the business podcast. I've been more into the entertainment ones mm-hmm. just because like, I- I'm like, we're all anxious and nervous. Yeah. This time. Like, I don't want to listen to business advice. Yeah. Like I want to listen to entertainment. Um, I love Dax Shepard's podcast. I love Katie Bellotti's like really relaxes mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, she has such a soothing voice. I love Views by David Dobrik. I love We Met at Acme. It's a dating podcast. Um, the Zach Singh show, he kills it. Those are probably my faves. I don't know actually a lot of those, so I'm gonna check those up later. Oh my god, please do. <laughs> the last questions I have are from like Instagram, so like people ask them. Oh my gosh, I love Insta questions. So the first one is, how is your new TikTok dancing career going? Well, considering I'm not verified yet, it's going pretty <laughs> horribly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I I feel like I've been losing weight literally from TikTok yes. dancing. <laughs> it's like literally a whole workout like, within itself. I, I'll go on a six mile run and I'm not sweating nearly as much as I am yes. after I learned Savage TikTok dance. Yes. Like it's, I'm just going to be honest. Like people are like, someone commented on one of my TikToks. They're like, it looks like she's trying too hard. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you don't understand. Like I am like, I've been practicing this for five hours. Like of course yes. I'm trying too hard. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think, you know, it's really fun, but it's, it's definitely underrated how long the uh, TikToking takes, but I will mm-hmm. say after all the years of cheerleading and dance and gymnastics and like, you know, all-star cheer facials have really come in handy during my TikToking hours. Yes. Um, do you have any tips on self-confidence? Yes. Um, okay. So I struggled a lot. I struggled a lot with blogging in general, just for the past like two or three years, because I thought I was that girl that in my head, I was like, okay, when I lose 10 pounds, that's when I'll start my YouTube mm-hmm. channel. I was like, oh, when I lose all my acne or like when my skin clears up, I'll start a YouTube channel. So my advice to my younger self is to not do that. Like you're never going to be perfect. You just got to start because you're never going to be perfect. And what's funny is that actually the more acne or the more weight you have to lose or whatever is like the more relatable Mm -hmm. and, um, relatability does best on YouTube like that's just the truth relatability sells yeah so that's why that's what I would say is like just remember look look at who you watch and and look recognize all the things that you're insecure about look at look at who you watch and think do I look at that about them Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because you don't yes 99% of the time you're just watching because you you know love the creator and you love their personality like you don't care about how they look yeah so um I would say the second you start loving yourself and not worrying about that and like you know trusting in your gut that you like love your character fall in love with your character and your integrity that that will last you way longer than you know any look yeah for sure if you could live anywhere in the world where would it be oh gosh if I could live anywhere in the world it would be LA and Indiana at the same time yeah that's where I would live 
um, it would be if LA and Indiana were 30 minutes away from mm-hmm. each other. Like that's where I would live in the world. If, if I'm not being realistic, if I was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, be one with nature and like be a travel blogger, I would probably live in like Bora Bora, Australia, yes. something like that. Greece, something like that. Something warm, mm-hmm. somewhere warm for sure. Yes. If you were to completely change your career path, what do you think you'd do? definitely something still creative like I could see myself doing marketing um like something realistic would be like marketing or advertising Mm -hmm. something like that um or maybe even in fashion or like working for a company in social media like I could see myself doing that but um in like a fun other life like I low-key think I would be like a DJ or like a (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean like someone like that like just like like basically I wouldn't even make my own beats like some producer would make it for me and I would just be like the hype girl like, that yeah. would be like my dream job yeah <laughs> <laughs> like with one headphone on like looking cute, yes like that would be my dream job um being a bigger creator do you ever find it hard to make genuine friendships at times oh my god I feel like so starstruck you saying being a bigger <laughs> creator because to me I'm like I'm looking up to bigger creators um do I feel starstruck is that the question um do you know <laughs> uh being a bigger oh, sorry, creator do you ever find it hard to make genuine friendships never find it hard to make genuine friendships I feel like I don't find it hard I I feel like I haven't really dealt with the whole meeting someone to use me mm-hmm. for followers yet like I haven't really I don't feel like I'm big enough to I haven't been doing this long enough and I'm not big enough to have experienced that yet, even though I know that probably will happen one day just because it's inevitable and Mm -hmm. it's happened to literally every single one of my friends and their mothers. But I have in my own personal life have already experienced friends of mine, past, past friends of mine who, you know, have been like, you've changed or you've blah, 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 or whatever Mm -hmm. I've had. I've, I've dealt with that side of the gaining a bit of a following, which mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah, for I sure. mean, it sucks. It, it kills me to this day that, you know, I, I have had to find out who are my ride or die people. Mm-hmm. And luckily I I'm lucky enough to have still all of my childhood friendships. I mean, literally like 98% of my friendships are still going strong. Yeah. And, you know, I have great hometown friends. I have great LA friends. I have great YouTube friends. Um, I think that's actually a big red flag when like YouTubers or influencers don't have like hometown friends. I'm like, mm-hmm, whoa, yeah. like, what's the issue here? Yeah. I'm like, this is a little, um, alarming, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like I haven't dealt with what you mentioned, but I have dealt with the whole, you know, you've changed mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> and the last one is, do you have any advice for others trying to pursue a career in the social media world? Yeah. God, I have so much <laughs> advice. Um, one, don't wait for it. Just, just do it, launch and adjust, like just go for it. And then adjust along the way. Like I used to think about the, you know, losing weight, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I also used to think like, oh my God, I have to have the perfect channel banner. Yeah. I have to have the perfect profile photo. I have to have the perfect Instagram feed before I can be respected mm-hmm. and recognized by, you know, other influencers. Like, do you, know, do you understand how many people to this day I go to their profile and I'm like creeping on them. And then I see that they're following me and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? like, where did this happen? And you know, like in what time span did this happen? Like, I'm so confused. I can't believe they're even looking at my stuff. Like you'll never, I mean, to this day, I'm like, oh my God, they follow me now. Like, are they going to unfollow me? Like, do I need to change my profile picture? Like stop sweating yeah. that stuff. Um, you know, just be you like the people follow you for a reason. 
trust your gut, like remain true to yourself. Um, I think also be consistent. Mm-hmm. I, I struggle with consistency. I mean, everyone says it, but consistency and quality wins. Yes. So I would say do that. Um, I would say also you don't have to create, of course it's smart to, you know, stay on top of trends just because something does well. You yeah. can be like, Oh, you know, the 24 hour or the drive through challenge is doing really well right now. Like, should we do that? You know, of course that's smart to stay up on trends, but just because, you know, Kenzie Elizabeth is doing morning routines all the time. Doesn't mean that I have to do morning yeah. routines to be successful. Um, or if, you know, if I want to be respected, like Maggie McDonald, like doesn't mean that I have to do hauls all the time. Yeah. Like I can do, I can do my own thing. I can be true to myself. I can be weird and still be su- successful. Mm-hmm. So I think you've got to find your group. Don't be afraid to like, and I'm talking to myself. I'm still trying to figure out my own thing, but I think you have to figure out, okay, what's my voice here? Like, what's my thing? Yeah. Like, what's my style? What's going to be that one trend that people catch on from me? Yeah. You know, what's my original idea? Um, so I think just trusting your gut, like if you think it's cool, a lot of other people I'm sure will Mm -hmm. too. So, um, you got to trust yourself. And last thing is to go the extra mile. I mean, exceed expectations. You know, if you don't want to take the extra time to add the music, or if you don't want to take the extra time to delete the video and add Mm -hmm. a couple extra things and re-upload, like you're not going to win. You got to go the extra mile. You got to do things you wouldn't normally want to do you got to sometimes miss out on opportunities to get the video done you know that's one thing that Alicia's taught me is sometimes you got to stay home and get the video done instead of going out with your friends Mm -hmm. like I'm not trying to be all Gary V in here because I'm all Mm -hmm. I'm at the same time the girl that's like always going to the the event always going to the party like I, I have such bad FOMO issues that like I I'm always trying to hang out with my friends and like yeah. do it all but sometimes you gotta you know crack down and miss the fun movie to go get your shit done yeah um so I think it's just a healthy balance of it all but the one cliche main thing you got to do is just stay true to yourself I think the second that I started like being myself on Instagram even like talking to just doing my stupid stories like asking the questions I've always wondered Mm -hmm. um asking for what I want you know like showing my sporty midwest like yeah. girl side like showing my crazy girl like boy crazy girl <laughs> side the second I showed that people like related yes. and I started gaining more followers because people are like oh my god I feel the same so mm-hmm. I if it worked for me it can definitely work for anyone else yes. so let me just say that <laughs> perfect well that was the end so thank you so much Yay! for coming on here again and talking to me thank you for having me do you want to end it off by saying your socials where people can find you Yes. So my Instagram's at TK's Juicy Polls and same with my TikTok. I'm a big, big TikTok <laughs> girl now. Um, and same with my Twitter, I think. And then my podcast is at TK's Juicy Pod. And then my YouTube channel, you can just type in Taylor King, TK, TK's Juicy Vlogs, whatever you want. Um, on YouTube, I'm really trying to like pump out videos. Like I feel like I'm starting to get into the groove. Like mm-hmm. I love uploading, like the feeling of uploading on YouTube, like hypes me yes. up. So I, I think I finally found my groove and my vibe, or I'm starting to, you know, navigate my vibe on there. So please go follow that. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much once again. Thank you for having me. Everyone, please go review and rate this podcast. <laughs> she works so hard and um, is such a cool creator. So go, go do that. Thank you.
So that is the end of this podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. By far, this was probably one of my favorite episodes to ever record and everything just because like her energy is just amazing. And I feel like I've learned so much about her just by recording this one podcast episode. So I really do hope you guys enjoyed it and you learned something and that like you're inspired and everything like that. Please don't forget to go follow her on Instagram, on youtube on tiktok and check out her podcast because honestly literally fire so like i said i hope you enjoyed it if you want to follow me don't be shy follow me on instagram at it's amanda Wan or at behind the girl boss and check out my youtube it's amanda Wan. so thank you guys so much for listening once again do not forget to subscribe or follow this podcast wherever you're listening to it on and i will hear you next time